Hello there. My name is Stuart Fernie, and I want to welcome you to my series of reflections on characters and themes in some of my favourite films. I will also present thoughts on a handful of literary works, and there may be the odd vaguely philosophical piece as well. On this occasion, I will be discussing characters and themes in Clint Eastwood's Gran Torino. Grumpy and elderly widower Walt Kowalski comes to realise he has more in common with his immigrant neighbours than his own family, and he tries to help them resolve issues with a local gang with dramatic consequences. Is Walt Kowalski racist? I really don't think so. He's a grumpy old man in mourning, which only serves to accentuate his feelings of despair, disappointment and frustration, but he is also a man of principle and respect. His family, two sons and their offspring, are seen as greedy, grasping, self-centred, insensitive, disrespectful and disappointing. They lack any real sense of grief at Walt's wife's funeral, are insincere and materialistic, yet they're not bad people. They're normal. As Walt sees and disapproves of his family's manner at his wife's funeral, we, the audience, become aware of the gulf that has developed over the last 50 years in terms of family values and manners between the generations. Walt is presented as an honest, hard-working, retired car factory worker whose family has grown in social status and position beyond that of their father. Yet, as they've grown apart, Walt's family, and by extension the rest of society, appears to have lost sight of many of the values and principles Walt and his generation grew up with. Youngsters, in the shape of adolescent gangs, appear to have no cohesive force and have turned to gang mentality in an effort to build bonds and protect themselves and their fellow gang members from other gangs. Walt, however, grew up in a different age and fought with others in the Korean War, during which he did and saw some terrible things, but this common experience appears to have brought about a sense of reflection, togetherness and unity which seems to be missing in today's society. Perhaps having to fight for freedom and a cause greater than oneself brought about a cohesion which is missing from today's society. Walt's language is filled with non-politically correct terminology, but I would suggest that it is descriptive rather than racist, as it doesn't necessarily betray any racist intent or feelings. He treats everyone equally, whites, blacks, Asian or any other group. He's equally impatient and disapproving of lack of respect and principle, whatever the source. No one is picked upon purely by virtue of their origin. Everyone he criticises does something to upset his sense of fairness and respect. Of course he makes many outrageous statements, but these are delivered with no little humour and even affection. The scenes with his barber are racially quite awful, yet these men are friends. Clearly this is considered a man thing, with both participants refusing to show genuine friendship and affection, preferring to cover these feelings with insults. This may not be PC, but neither is it strictly speaking racist, as neither is serious in his jibes. This is amusingly reflected in Walt's conversations with Tao and Tao's introduction to his potential employer on the building site. The lack of respect and principle among the young, with its facade of belonging through initiation rites and peer pressure, goes in a dubious illegal direction, but takes on a whole new scope with the attack on Tao's house and sister Sue. Walt holds himself responsible as he gave the gang intimidating Tao a taste of their own medicine, and this escalates the level of threat and violence. This also serves to accentuate the cowardice of the gangs whose members bolster one another with bluster and who act to please one another rather than to be true to themselves. In contrast, the Hmong, represented by Tao and Su, go their own way and respect principle. Walt admires this 
and is slowly drawn towards them, realising he has more in common with his gook neighbours than his own family. Apart from these themes of principle, racism, gang mentality, family values and man friendship, we also visit the theme of ageing, in that older people can sometimes see things with a clarity that is often missing from the perception of younger members of society. This does not necessarily mean they're correct, but they will frequently dispense with PC language and the need to appease others by being more direct than might be considered polite. In this way, Walt and the Hmong grandmother who lives next door to him are very similar. It is also sometimes easier to be a role model to someone outside your immediate family. Feelings of responsibility, obligation, embarrassment and proximity may prevent members of a family from truly appreciating the character and traits of their immediate kin. This is a multifaceted, intimate story told with considerable humour and insight. The most successful films are generally those that touch an audience in that they feel they share sentiments and understanding. And to achieve this, it is not necessary to spend a fortune on a big and brash production. Less is more is a common term applied to the theatre, and it appears to be a lesson Mr Eastwood learned long ago. Cunningly made, dealing with universal themes but on a small scale, Eastwood builds sympathy and compassion with a series of homely sequences before catapulting the audience into high drama and having his characters make a final dramatic stand for what they believe in. Eastwood is a master of slow burn direction, steadily building character and slyly building themes before a dramatic conflict which brings the various themes sharply into focus and resolves the issues. My thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope you find it of some value. Please join me again soon for a discussion of more films and books.